Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to New York Talk. This is the Rolling Down Podcast. This is the survival special. The end of the season. Time to relax. Good evening, all. I feel so sorry for anyone who's on audio listening to this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. We describe what it is for the potential audio listeners or. <laughs> if one of you want to have a go at describing it, yeah, <clears throat> it's an abomination. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is not. <laughs> um, look, it's the end of the season, it's time to relax. The uh, I, I've said it before, the Hawaiian shirts come out, and uh, it's time to relax. Uh, I don't know, I'll see. I've got my cocktail, got my sunglasses on, sun hat, <laughs> cocktail. Um, yeah. Enjoy it. I hope it happens. I hope it happens. Oh it's time to enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. Um, uh, Jamie says it went to nowhere he can buy one of these shirts. Well, yeah. this is custom made. Um, I think it helped make the uh, special. Um, yeah. I don't know where to go from here, to be honest with you. And I had, I had this as my opening joke, and I've got nowhere else to go. Um, I didn't go anywhere else. I should introduce everybody. My name's Matt. Uh, we have Mick with us uh, from everybody's favourite location, a car park in Wales. Hi, how are you doing, mate? <laughs> Very good. Uh, you said you were going to wear your other shirt in car park in Wales. What's happened to that? Oh, I forgot. I apologise. Nice. Sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. uh, Tom, back with us. how are you doing, Tom? Yeah, good. My positivity, positivity has come through. Yes. <laughs> and a very hungover, Danny Ogden Glazers. How are you doing, Danny? <laughs> I went through an entire crate of Fosters to myself last night, and I don't regret any of it. Yeah, nice. No, yeah, yeah. And I've also um, pulled my back somehow, but anyway, that'll be when the ball it back in there, probably. Probably, yeah. Um, yeah. So this is the emergency pod. We decided surviving in the championship for the first time in seven years or whatever it's been is worthy. Is worthy of. Um, of a special podcast, so here we are. I don't know how much sense we're going to make. Uh, I don't know how good this episode is going to be, but here we are. Um, yeah, Eve Simon Thorn. Evening all. How much sweeter when we own promotion for ourselves and not rely on others. Uh, Andy Kellis, there's no Sambucas, Danny. Not today. Uh, not today. No, maybe later. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> there's no, you've gone all out, all out. <laughs> um, yeah, the Millers are in the championship. Though we're gonna, we're gonna, we are gonna stay up. Um, I'm gonna keep saying it periodically through this episode, just to remind us all that it's been done. <clears throat> Mick, how 
Let's start with how do you how do you feel right now? We are obviously twenty four more than twenty four hours after the event. Mm. Uh, are you still on that cloud where you're sort of really buzzing that it's been done, or is realism setting that we've got another slog in a few months' time? Ah, no, I've not got to that stage yet. Um, I'm not. I, we'll wait well, wait well, August for that to uh, <laughs> that to start to set in. Um, we've got a close season to to look at, haven't we? And and, and recruitment and everything else. So that's that'll be coming up very quickly. Come around very quickly, won't we? So. Um, I'm. I don't really know how I feel about it, to be honest. I'm, I'm pleased, obviously. I'm, I'm over the moon that we've achieved it. But I think, probably in my heart of hearts, I, I don't think we were ever really in any danger. Nobody else outside of Rotherham United seemed to see us in that much danger, did they? You know, mm-hmm. you know when 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 the talk of the relegation scrap was on, Rotherham were barely barely mentioned. In, in in that conversation, so, um, but being rather United fans and, and and knowing what's happened in the past, there's no we've got every right to be worried about it. Um, and the and the relief yesterday was was palpable, weren't it for for us all? Uh, but I think I had 24 hours to think about it. Now I'm thinking, well, we, we've got exactly what we deserved out of the season. Um, a bit of a struggle, but. We, we we were good enough to stay up, so happy days. Correct. Um, Tom, how big an achievement is this for the club? I mean, it's it's, it's really easy to sort of say, oh, it's just, you know, you've finally done what you should have done three times in a row, whatever it was. But this is obviously, my mind that's taken over partway through the season and didn't really have a chance to get his own players in um, until January when he had to put them all through or get yeah. them all in at once. Uh, how big an achievement is this for the club? Oh, yeah, well, what were we favourites to go down or favourites with Wigan to go down Absolutely. at the start of the season? Uh, to stay up and then to, to say we've stayed up with all the injuries we've had, all the bad, all the 90 plus minute heartache we've had as well. You know, it's just it, it, with one game to go, it just feels so good. It should have been with four games to go, if we're being honest. But, you know, it, it's, it wouldn't be Rotherham United if it wasn't. So <laughs> it's always good to uh, leave it till the last minute. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's such a good achievement. And you can see how much it, how, how, much of an achievement it is to the players as well. All the uh, Twitter videos going round of them um, in the changing rooms after, um, all dancing, all cheering, all you know, one big cohesive unit. Uh, it's just brilliant, and it it just it's it's so wholesome. It's so it's just it's just yeah, it's it's so, it's so good. It's really good. Mm. Yeah, it's Terry Fenby says, let's enjoy the moment. August will come round soon enough. Yes, and we'll yeah. Come Jimmy wants to know if we're going to get a Mick, Rent, Mick Ref rant. Oh, maybe. He was so bad. He was so bad. Yeah. Oh, so bad. Keith might get a mention. Oh. Um, <laughs> Danny, am I right in saying, obviously, you've been what you you were relatively new to Swan Rod. This is this your first survival you've witnessed for the club. Um, this is, I mean, I, I've kept track of it before, but this is the first survival I've seen live from the stadium. Um, it's got, you've got the coconut as well. I'm impressed. Umbrellas, little umbrellas in the, in the cup as well. You it's know, on, isn't it? we're brilliant. on the beach. Done. <laughs> That's brilliant. But yeah, um, I mean, my first game at New York was the one 0 loss to Blackburn at the end of the fifteen sixteen season. So it was post survival, mm. if you like. Um, but yeah, that's the first one that I've seen properly live, and if it means I've got a bit of a sore head, a, cro- a croaky voice, and a pulled back, I'm all for it. <laughs> the, the pulled back is is the is the intriguing part of that. It, it, I've like pulled it underneath my left arm, like here on uh, my back. Celebrate that celebration. Yeah, and if you if you watch the vlog, which is also up on YouTube, by the way. Um, I think I know why, and it's because I had a bottle of coke in my left hand, and it went everywhere like a champagne bottle when we scored. <laughs> so I think I think that's probably where it's come from. But now it's 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 a pain to bend down, but I'm all for it because we've stayed up. Mm. Absolutely, footballs. I, mean, I remember the injuries from Georgia Kelly last season. So you know the bruises all over my legs, and some of them just gone away. Um, Mick's having intermittent problems. Mick, are you with us? Take that as a no. Uh, it's fine. We'll come back to Mick because we we all need Mick for some uh, <laughs> for some rant. for some chat later. Um, yeah, we, we could get bogged down in how people played and things such as that, but that may not be the time or place really. 
I think we should talk about the man, though, Tom. Uh, Hakeem Adolphin. He yeah. was brilliant. I know Jimmy Lynn's got a million plaudits yesterday, rightly so. Mm. Yeah. But Akima Doffin gave us everything that we wanted yesterday. It was physical, it was strong. Yeah. And obviously adding to that the ridiculous goal that he scored. Yeah. Um, he was is he's, he's a new man under Matt Taylor, in it to be fair. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and you can tell as well he's got a new because <clears throat> I, I I don't know mine, but when I saw Coventry wasn't playing and he was in. Um, you know, I thought he'd be that holding midfielder, but he, that box to box is just something different. Because I thought, I thought when we signed him, he was a right back or a, you know, kind of right back, centre back kind of role. So f- to put him in a cent- box to box centre mid, it's completely changed his dynamic of play. And maybe um, the previous manager didn't see that. And Taylor has, and credit to him if he has, because um, he, he he can get forward really well. He's a, he's a nuisance in their box as much as he's a presence in ours, and. It, it, yeah, it it always goes without saying. When he plays, you notice him playing, um, and I think that's a, that's a great plaudit to have in the championship. If you if you notice a player's playing a bit like you know Matt Crooks of old, if he's if he's there and he's a nuisance in both ends, and um, you know he's he's always um, uh, standing out, then he's obviously you know good player, and he's and for some reason he wasn't picked before. Now he is. Um, even he's he's had a run out of the team. He's had a run in the team. He's had a run out again, uh, and coming back now, he was he was superb, uh, and he fully deserved the goal. And you can see how much it meant to him as well. It was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you can absolutely. Um, Reg mentions asking if he remembers Evans in the sombrero. Yeah, he didn't quite have the shirt though, did he? So sorry, Steve. We've got this one on you. Um, it's the fact that Matt Taylor's face on it that's incredible. There's about five Matt Taylors all over my shirt, and <laughs> and also I'm going to mention this later. I made up a second one, so we do have a spare Hawaiian shirt with Matt Taylor's face all over it. Are we? Are we I don't know what we want to do with that. We can absolutely auction that. <laughs> auction <it> off. Competition <laughs> time. <laughs> Competition time. Who wants a Hawaiian shirt with Matt Tiller's face all over? Only the only the only person who will um, enter the competition will inevitably get it because <laughs> I can't That's see true, yeah, yeah. What I've also done. I've, imagine I've put, imagine if, if Matt Taylor bids for it and gets it. Bids. Yeah, <laughs> it just appears in the comments. Matt Taylor, thousand pounds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll some money for uh, for the hospice for, for for a Matt Taylor Hawaiian shirt. Um, Josh says, "Give the shirt to Taylor himself." If Matt Taylor wants the Hawaiian shirt with his own face on. <laughs> the narcissism. Yeah. I've put one right at the back here, so I'm going to wear this to Wigan as well. Yeah, can you stand up and give us a twirl if that's a? Well, I can turn around. Oh yeah. Can you see him? Oh yeah. Yeah. So whoever yeah. stood behind me at Wigan. He's going to get Matt Taylor staring at the ball game. Which tickled me. Um, Simon Thorne, send the shirt to Derby. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Nick, sound problems. Can you hear me? Can I have a question for you? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Fantastic. Perfect. So, I'm going to ask ask you the question... Which Alan, Alan Biggs tweeted out yesterday, and this is a bit of a controversial question, but it maybe puts a bit of a down on it to be honest with you. Um, Alan Biggs mentioned something about a lot of some of the credit should have gone to the previous management, and a lot of fans jumped upon this and said, No, Matt Taylor has done an amazing job with the circumstances he was left with. This all the credit should go down to Matt Taylor, he had to build his own team, he was left with no coaching staff, X, Y, and Z. Where do you sit on this? I'm personally of the view that I think Matt Tiller deserves all the credit in the world because he came into, other than the players, an empty football club. Yeah, I mean, I've seen the tweet from Alan Biggs and I, I can see where he's coming from. Um, and Paul Warren, is that, is, am I allowed to say that now, now the season's over? Yeah, well, we'll call, we'll call, it, we'll call time on the uh, Paul Warren yeah. town now. I've given he, so he, He's had a massive impact on this club over the last, God only knows how many years. Um, and the team that Matt Taylor inherited was, was Paul's team. So, so yeah, he has had some uh, input into this season. Um, but, you know, he was only here for eight games. So, he's, he's had eight games with uh, a 46 input. I, I, 
does it really matter whether whether he gets any credit or not? Is it really relevant? Is it important? He's no longer our manager. You know, we've now got a new manager who's kept us in this division with the team that he inherited plus the the, the players that he's brought in. So it's it's a moot point as far as I'm concerned. I don't see why anybody should be getting getting et up about it. You know. Um, Alan Biggs has got what has got his opinion, which he's entirely entitled to, and and there's the the may there may or may not be some um, some validity to it, but it, does it really matter? Hmm. No, I suppose it doesn't. Uh, John Rell says he does. Paul one deserves some credit because of the point the, the points gained at the start of the season ultimately gave you a platform to build upon. No question. Um, one from Harry one deserves credit for recruitment like Humphreys of Benny Rathbone. The rest Matt Taylor gets. Um, so, so let's talk about Matt Taylor, Danny, because it's not been plain sailing. Let's, let's not, you know, let's not kid around. There are moments this season where fans questioned him. It's only less than a week ago that we were questioning the way that the team played against Cardiff. Um, how, how quickly football changes. Uh, but what type of job has Matt Taylor done in terms of trying to get his own stamp on the team and, and trying to get a rush January? And it, it feels like a, a, a great achievement for him for me. Yeah, I think I think it is. I mean, it's um, I think it's his highest finish as a manager so far in his career. Um, and he's not and he's not done too bad, has he? He's got Exeter out of League Two, and he's kept on through in the Championship. They're two decent jobs mm-hmm. uh, in this in the space of what is effectively a season, really. Um, but yeah, I mean, like we're saying about the credit, one gets a certain amount of credit for you know bringing the players in that he has. Um, that helped massively to the team, especially Humphreys this season. Um, but the tall order that Taylor had was, you know, he, he sort of came in at a very strange time for a manager, you know, because it was right in the middle of uh, a team basically trying to find feet in the division because it was October, was it? It was, right? It was, was it October when Taylor came in? Uh, the very, very beginning of October, yeah. Yeah. Which is, a, which is a very strange time because, you know, the summer window was not long since ended, but you're a fair whack away from the winter window. So he sort of had to do his best at the time and then got his his own players in. But even then, it's still not Taylor's team, really. Yeah. Um, mm. And he had that huge injury crisis to deal with. Huge. Um, that that centre-back crisis, injury crisis, I've never seen anything like that in such a specific position. I mean, did, did you yeah. listen to Jamie Lindsay on Radio Chef? He said it's... Yeah. Crazy, it's all in one position. Mm-hmm. Um, so he had that to navigate, he had um, the massive expectation of staying up to navigate, and you know, he's he's, he's just had his first kids as well, so he's had that to navigate. Yeah. It may have helped have slight, having, a, having, a, having a baby because when he's on dad duty at night, you can just watch the game back. Uh, that's mm-hmm. his own, that's his own admittance, by the way, that's not an assumption. Um, but the job Taylor's done from October to now. He's been fantastic. I think he's been he's been absolutely yeah. fantastic. He joins a very elite group of managers that have kept Rotherham in the championship. Mm. The other one being um, Neil Warnock and Steve Evans because Ronnie just missed the championship. Didn't the division, yeah. Did Did you see as well that uh, Wayne Carlisle's been living with him as well for the past? <laughs> yes, it has. <laughs> Which is I mean, Mrs. Till's buzzing about that. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> This yeah. manager and assistant manager living together. I, I do think I do think his baby's first word isn't going to be mummy or daddy. It's going to be football. <laughs> it was something more specific than that. Be fourth it might be a, or a bit more profound than that as well. Transition or something yeah. like that. Right. Or, 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 his, or his baby just screams Gavin Ward. I'm I'm putting my money on that. <laughs> Stroud. Yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Big Twig says, "Let's all get one of these shirts for Wigan on Monday." Uh, I mean, oh. I should say, I thank Kimvo. Kimvo Sports helped stick. I had to buy, I had to buy this all separately because it was going to cost about 30, about twenty five quid for delivery to get it before Wigan game. I won't pay that. Um, Kimvo Sports. So when Matt came to us to, with the idea of the shirt, we considered asking the authorities to section him. Having seen it live, <laughs> I'm confident we made the wrong decision. And we yeah, cheers, Wigan. Um, Donna says, I'm wearing the shirt to Wigan. Yes, I am. This, this is my outfit for Wigan. Different trousers, but this is what I'll be wearing to Wigan. And maybe oh one God. other lucky person may be wearing a similar outfit to Wigan as well. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Dear. 
okay, well, we've got some comments here. Jim Tyson, this guy is special. Matt Taylor, let's build on this next season. I really do think Taylor will attract talented and quality players in where he can build his own team for the first time in the summer. I mean, we say it's a great achievement, Tom. I think it is. I, I fully agree it is. But we we still haven't seen what Matt Taylor's got to offer mm. properly. I know he had the World Cup break, but that was a bit of a, bit of a joke, really. Yeah. Um, we're going to see he's going to have a full full summer in a stable club. You're not going to worry about, oh, I've got, I've got to try and convince people to come down to League One. Yeah. No, we're in the Championship. We're now at, you know, at a two-season Championship club. Yeah. Um, so... It, it, we're gonna not gonna see his real imprint until the first game of next season, probably. Yeah, no, definitely. And he's 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 already got on to Stuart about improving the training facilities. He's getting on to him about um, specific players that he wants to bring in and what wage and you know maybe increase it, maybe not. I don't know if he backs him more, or whatever. But I, I don't know about anyone. I'm personally excited. I think we can see some outings that maybe people won't be happy about. Um, I, I don't know who, but you know. Um, Whatever happens, happens. But I think the the caliber of players he's going to bring in, it's going to be. I mean, he brought seven in or eight in in January. Imagine what he has with a full summer. It's, we're looking at a, ten to fifteen players potentially bringing being brought in. Um, and you know, it's it's it's. I, I, I don't know about anyone, but as soon as play, you get a, a whisper of any kind of player coming in, you get excited. It's, it's new faces, it's new potential, and I think we're honestly going to be looking up rather than down next season. I think our goal is to. Um, facilitate ourselves as a championship squad rather than a um, looking down towards a relegation scrap. We're going to be looking maybe not as far up as the playoffs, but you know towards a mid-table finish. Mm. You know, it's but it, it can it can happen. You look at Huddersfield, you look at Luton, Barnes. you know, Barnes. You can. There's so many examples of teams that have just blown blown themselves out of the water for any reason whatsoever and why can't we do that <laughs> realistically why why can we not do that because there's been times this season where i think a lot of teams have thought you know jesus this is a proper championship squad um as in coming to us and thinking it, it genuinely can compete with the best you look at united you look at burnley you look at borough you look at all these top teams I, we just struggle with consistency and beating the teams around us and it starts as, as soon as we start to do that you, you you're looking up um how far you're looking up i don't know but you're looking up and it's it's always a good thing to look up to look up and i think that's taylor's dream as well i don't think i think um uh, the, pr the previous manager potentially didn't look as high up as Taylor does. I, th I don't think he saw the, quite the potential, um, which is it's refreshing to see someone with new ideas, bright ideas, and someone who can bring in a calibre of players that will compete for those top-end championship clubs. I mean, you look at the players that we got currently, um, and they've all competed at a high level. So... Yeah, it's onwards and upwards, I, I really hope, and I, I do actually believe it is a case of that. Yeah. Uh, Dean Cayley, don't think I was ever in the relegation places all season. No, I don't think we were. No, I don't I think don't. we were. That's, that's uh, from where we were expected to be. Of the experts, the only person I saw to keep that that thought that we would keep safe was like Gab Sutton. I think he, I think he thought, thought we'd finish 21st. Every the expert of, of the EFL put Rotherham as either bottom or second bottom. We were yeah. so heavy favourites to go down. Yeah, um, it, yeah, but it wasn't a surprise when you saw those because it, everything again, you know, it's it wasn't it was not a surprise personally. Yeah. I, I as soon as people said, you know, we're going straight back down, I was like, fair enough. People would object mm. to say that, which is again, even if you think about the injuries and the and the loss of points from winning positions and the loss of points from ninety minutes onwards, we could be mid table. <laughs> If you think if, if everything went in our favour, but yeah. you know, mm. had to be done the hard way. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, Johnson was asking, we can do a, a rundown of people who are doing contracts and things such as that. Yeah, we'll probably do that once we've calmed down a bit. Uh, <laughs> uh that'll probably post Wigan. Uh, we'll, we'll probably do a little bit of something rundown, um, of that. Um, John Morell says, Gab Sutton also had blues to finish bottom, and he is a blues fan, that's true. Um, yeah, um, Mick, let's talk a bit more positive before I let you have your Keith Stroud chat because <laughs> we've got to have a Keith Stroud chat. Let's just talk about the performance yesterday because it was positive, and I think that is as high a compliment as we can pay. We had a go, we didn't, 
we, we could see Borough's quality, in fairness to them. They've got, they have some, uh, some excellent players. Their movement was very, very good. Losing a man definitely helped us, obviously. Um, but it was a positive performance, and it's no surprise to me that we had a positive performance, and then we win. No, it's, it's, it's not a surprise at all, is it? And, and if, you, if you go back and look at that goal, uh, that came from a high press and putting them under pressure at the back and they made a mistake. And they, they continue to make mistakes throughout the game. Yeah, they are a very, very good side and they keep the ball well. Um, th- but they weren't able to play through the, through the lines at, at the back, at, you know, through our defence, which is, which is the way that they like to play because the back, the, the, the back four were, uh, were as tight as they, as they could be. So, but, but we played as we asked, as we, as we wanted them to play. Um, with intensity and 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 the press came back. Um, on a, looking back at what Tom's just said there about you know not beating the teams around us, we don't play like that against the teams around us, and that's been the difference this mm. season. Um, and 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 that for me is is it, it, that feels like a mistake. It feels like a, a, I don't know whether it's whether it's it's naivety or whether it's uh, it's by design um, from from the management team, but uh, if we were to play like that every game, we'd have been we'd have been out of this relegation battle long before now. So, that, in mm. my view, um, so but but the, the the performance yesterday to a man was excellent. Um, so you just can't complain, can you? And 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 the goal from 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 Hacks was just. It was a stunner, wasn't it? An absolute yeah. great strike, fantastic strike. But we know that he's got that in him. You know, we've seen that so many times from him. Um, you know, he doesn't. He he does not score tappings. That lad does he? <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't. And we don't want him to. He's got to keep scoring. Even the goals he scored last season at Papa John's were awful. Were all screamers. Yeah. Um, did you see? Did you see Washington's commentary on the I Follow? I, yeah. He said he does that fifty to sixty times in training a day. Yeah. Something <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, practice pays off, doesn't it? So mm. maybe they should all learn from him. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, Danny, that this sounds really simple, but we've got a really great base to based on how we play against certain teams in this division. We've got a great base to, to, to build upon. If you break it down a little bit, we haven't lost to Sheffield United this season, we've gone up automatically. Burnley have one of the best defenses in the league, and we've come we put four past them. Middlesbrough have one of the uh, have the best attack in the league. They haven't scored against us in two games. We battered Blackburn at home. We've picked up some great points against some great teams, or some good teams and some great teams. If we can just start picking up points around us, yeah, we're a safe. We, we will sail into mid-table mediocrity with so much ease. And that's easier said than done, I suppose. But that's where we are, realistically, isn't it? Yeah, I think um, the matches that you've highlighted there are the ones that also sort of um, took us off guard a little bit. Um, looking back, you know, their big results, you know, Donna mentions there at West Brom as Brom. well, winning, winning 3-1 at home. Um, and I think it's those sort of results that it's like, oh, hello, that also show we've been we've been like heading in the right direction. And I, I think because, you know, Taylor's not had a full pre-season, like a pre-season at all with this squad, he's just had a January and it sort of had to learn as he goes along, which is why you know sometimes he's got it very wrong, and sometimes he's got it very right. You know, um, one that sticks in my mind was Blackburn away; he got that very wrong. Yeah. Um, Cardiff at home, he got it very wrong. But then you look at you know your United games, your West Broms, your um, Blackburn at home, he got those very very right. And um, like you say, if, if we find that. Rotherham in the word consistent in the championship don't really match up but <laughs> if we find that consistency to string mm. that across you know maybe five games rather than the individual then you know like uh, Tom said earlier we can look start looking upwards rather than where the red line is I mean how many points we need to be saved where's the red line what are the bottom three doing where are we where are we compared to them if we get the consistency to be a championship club, effectively, then we can start looking like how many games is it until we're safe? You know, where's what what month are we going to be safe in? Will it be February? Will it be March? You know, rather than praying it's not the last game of the season. 
Um, but yeah, it just it just goes to show that we're heading in the right direction now. Yeah, which is fantastic to see because the results, especially Sheffield United away, Sheffield United away was a big statement because you know we'd been cruelly denied a draw at Burnley by a certain somebody. Um, and then Sheffield United play him, batter him 5-2, and then we have to play Sheffield United. And it's like, we're going to... I remember a lot of people saying we were going to get absolutely pasted by Sheffield United because of what they've done to Burnley. And then it comes round and we get the 1-0, first time in 42 a year. You know, not not quite the double. And if you do, and if you look back over the season, we've not actually done the double over anybody. But there are a lot where we pick up points against everybody. The two the two teams currently that we haven't picked up any points off is Bristol and Cardiff. Yeah. That's, five, that's yeah. not bad. At it's, a good all. Start. it's a good start. Mm. Yeah. 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 It, is it a good start, though? Well, it shows... It's annoying, can, isn't it? You know, but it shows you can compete with every team bar yeah. two, theoretically. Yeah, but, but the, the issue, the, what I would say is that Bristol City, and we'll come to this on the awards night, I'm sure Bristol City were by far and away the worst team to, to, to grace mm. the turf at New York Stadium this season, yeah. and they beat us. They were the worst team by a country mile, from in my view. Yeah. Um, and, and Cardiff away was one of the worst days of my life in terms of watching <laughs> football. Because it was, it was At least you awful. got there. Yeah, well, yeah, at least I got there. I wish I hadn't, Danny, I'll be honest. Um, you know, and, and, and the way we performed against them at our place, they were there for the taking. Those are the teams that we should be beating. We should be yeah. beating those teams. So. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. I see I see what you mean, but at, at the same time, if you're looking at it objectively and um, and you say that, that we've, we've got points against every team in the division bar two teams that we arguably should have beaten on the day because they were yeah. so poor, then yeah. you think, well, we could compete with every single team in the division, which when you put it like that, it's, it's quite a good... Yeah. I don't know. Mm. Again, it's, it's positivity coming out. I know you're not used to it, Mick, but... You know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying, Tom. I'm trying. I'll, I'll, I'll keep trying. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's go Sir Ogden says, Evening all, it's not big or clever staying out on a school night. Well, Danny, big and clever, University. yeah, no, it's every night like this, yeah. Um, Devil Evening all, uh, easy this championship survival lark in it, yeah. Um, <laughs> John Morell says, Anybody would think that you guys are you guys are not used to this staying up lark. Congratulations, guys. Uh, we're just getting prepared for this 18th place trophy presentation. Uh, I, don't, I don't know when that's scheduled to be. To be honest with you, we'll have to get some. Let's speak to the EFL see if they've actually, you know, pulled the finger out of the backside of that summer. Um, <laughs> I don't think they would do. Reg asked, "Where did I get the shirt from?" I bought the shirt from HawaiianShirts.com or something like that, and I had to buy the, the Matt Taylor stickers separately. And I made Kimbo Sports helped stick <laughs> Matt Taylor to my shirt. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Let's talk about some individual, more individual people. Mick, um... Richard Wood, <laughs> um, he didn't have a, a, an outstanding game. He, he made one amazing clearance from his own mistake, but, but he made an amazing goal line clearance. But that could, and it's probably going to be the final time that Richard Wood will play at New York Stadium in a Robin United shirt, which is very sad. It is extremely sad because of the player he's been for us. But that's how, if that's going to be his time at the Millers, that is how to end it. 
<laughs> yeah, just a bit in it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the only way to beat to, to beat that is, to, is obviously to, to to get promoted on your uh, in your last game. But um, yeah, he's been an absolute legend for this club, an absolute legend, um, and and we should all be thankful that um, you know for for what he's given us and the, the good times he's given us over the years and the work that he's he's done, bringing other players on as well and bringing players through. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know what the qualification is for a testimonial, um, but if, if anybody deserves one, Richard Wood deserves one without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, he does. We obviously don't know what's happened, Richard. We, the club haven't announced anything which is disappointing to us. I would like to know one way or the other to be honest with you. I'd like something official. Mm. You know, if if Monday's going to be Richard Wood's last day for Old United. Let us know about it, and we can, you know, have a have a, have a proper ding dong with it. You know what I mean? That'd be that'd be lovely. I mean, especially imagine if he scores. Imagine if he scores against Wigan. It'll just be absolute mayhem in that way, and it'll just be madness. Um, but yeah, Tom I and mean, Richard would mention this and get emotional. I mean, we always talk about Sheffield, but mm. the highs have been the highs that Richard would have given us are some of the highest this club has, yeah. has had in recent memory. They're not just, all right, he had a good game and he scored lots of goals that season. They are the highest of highs, winning at Wembley twice and promotions. Yeah. He's given oh, us yeah. so many memories. And if that's it, then it's, it's a fitting end. Yeah, the, the the two goals at Wembley, I'll, I'll forever remember. It, was a, it, was, it wasn't just a good match. It was a great day. The whole day was fantastic for the, in the playoff final. Um, yeah, he's just been an absolute trooper and what goes under he writes he has his own column for the advertiser every week and you know he does he does so much stuff outside of of not rotherham united but outside of football specifically and he he helps with the community he helps with um just so many things and he helps people get integrated he's a great captain he's a great leader he's a great example of someone who is just a, a a good professional and no matter what he he will be missed um Maybe not, you know, it, it, yeah, he, everyone's time comes, so to say, but, mm. and he, he should just look back on his so fondly, and I think every Rotherham fan will. Um, whether it's a coaching job that he gets with the club or what, I, I don't know, but I, I personally hope he stays around doing this, that or the other. Um, mm. So, yeah, you know, he, he's been a fantastic, fantastic servant and given us some of the best moments ever as... Um, as Rotherham fans, but football fans as well. Um, you yeah. know, he, he gives a lot of credit to a lot of clubs, um, which is a testament to himself. Yeah, I mean, we mentioned uh, I mentioned on the on the post match, Danny, about Victor. We'll talk about Victor a bit, a bit more detail in a minute, but Victor representing the club well, and I'm proud to have him represent my club. Richard Wood for me will go down as the best Rotherham captain there has ever been, ever. Yeah. He may not be the best defender. We can, we can argue all day about you know, the Macintosh is better in this stand. You know, that's fine. But nobody comes close to him in terms of being a leader and representing this football club. Absolutely. Um, I mean, that's one of the reasons I put out on Twitter, renaming the North Stand. You know, yeah. I, I know it's, it's sponsored by KCM and such, but just to have the official name as the Richard Wood Stand, if he can't have his testimonial because it's not 10 years, he needs something. Because he's been a great servant for the club, you know, nine years at one club. That's more or less unheard of in modern football. Yeah. You know, normally it's like three years and then you change, or two years and you change. Um, you know, it's only like the proper greats that have long spells at clubs. Um, but yeah, I mean, statistically, Woody is Rotherham's best ever captain because no other captains had two trophies at once with with Rotherham. You know, like the Papa John's and the promotion trophy. Um, and I don't think... I think Woody's won the most times at Wembley whilst being a Rotherham player. Nobody's, it was him, Smithy and Icky, I think, and a couple of others that have won twice at Wembley. No no player's ever done that before. Yeah, no captain's done it before either. No so, so by and large, I think Woody is Rotherham's... He's certainly the best captain of the modern Rotherham United era. That is mm. for sure, and he need for me anyway. He needs something. If this is Woody's last season, and you know whatever happens after, whether he carries on playing, you know, like the likes of I don't know Doncaster, Notts County, um, or, or even at Osset, 
you know, just to carry on playing a little bit. Or if he becomes a coach, he needs something at New York Stadium. Because um, I was listening to Radio Chef before we went live. <clears throat> and there was a, a Wednesday fan on and he had massive admiration for Woody and said that the way he left Wednesday was shocking. Mm. So we, so I want us to have Woody as our thing and make him the legend that we all know he is, but also at, at the club itself in some way or another. Mm. Yeah. I'm determined to get someone renamed after him. Chris Tillis is Richard yeah. Lounge, like that. Yeah. Um, Carl Briggs and the Richard Wood magic hat statue outside New York City. If you're going to have a Richard Wood statue, it's got to be him celebrating the second goal at Wembley. Yeah. Yes. You know, you know, you have some clubs now they've got like, <coughs> excuse me, they've got um, things on the roof. You know, like the, the Spurs has got the. Um, the cockerel mm. on the top of the ground, and yeah. you know, obviously at Bramall Lane Hills, where they've got the the, um, the clock and everything. Can we just put a magic hat on top of one of the stands at New York <laughs> Stadium? There's no, just, yeah. just, just a wizard hat, yeah. just somewhere. Mm. I thought you were going to say a statue of him, and I was like, that's a bit, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or a statue um, of him heading a break. That'll be good, yeah. Jay yeah. um, Boy says we want Chelsea next season away. They're getting spanked by Arsenal 3 0 currently, which is funny. Yeah, um, Josh says there's a new pub coming out on the corner of this North Side family stand that should be named the Wood Pub. In general, though, is it? Um, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk more about Richard Wood in the next week or two, probably. Um, Mick <laughs> Victor Johansson didn't have much to do yesterday, but very, very, <laughs> very late on, he had the biggest save of the season to pull off. Mm. And we all <laughs> collective hearts stopped beating for a moment, and arguably his save of the season. It was a stunning save. Um, yeah, Victor Johnson, make discuss. Yeah, I mean, how how much of a travesty would that have been if that had gone yeah. in? Uh, because just just before I talk about Victor, Jamie Lindsay. Well, I don't even say any more, do I? No, just Jamie Lindsay. Yeah. <laughs> He was just. Sensation. He was the man of the match yesterday, Jamie Lindsay in my my book. Um, just absolutely awesome. And and if Victor had not managed to claw that um, miscued clearance away, it would have been an absolute travesty. Mm-hmm. Um, so so yeah, but Victor's been the player of the season, with, without without a shadow of a doubt, he's been the player of the season. Um, he's, he's we are only celebrating. <laughs> Uh, our status in this division because of Victor Johansson. Um, it, I mean, well, you know what I mean. You know, had yeah. it not been for him, then we would have been in, uh, in, in big trouble. Although I suppose we've got Josh Rickers to back him up, so maybe not. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah we, 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 we love Victor, don't we? And and you know, it, th- th- there's nothing else you can say. He is the player of the season. Yeah. Yeah, he is. We will. Well, you, uh, our end of season awards will come later on in the month. I'm, I'm pretty sure he was crying at the end as well. As soon as the full whistle, he was in tears. Yeah, yeah. Which is it's just a testament. Yeah, yeah. how much it means to him to add to everyone. Mm. It's, it's it's good. It's brilliant. Mm. Yeah. Um, Chris Page just on Woody says he gives his he gives up his free time. He's done rather United Disabled Supporters Association meetings at New York Stadium. Uh, obviously, came on the podcast last year. And dodged one of the worst questions that anyone's ever asked on a podcast as well from me. Oh, hang on a minute. <laughs> um, we might reach out to him to see if he wants to come on podcast again, especially if he's leaving as well. We might reach out to see if he wants to see if he'll come talk to us. Uh, you you know, now he's leaving. He can give us a proper answer. Yeah, he might actually give us an answer. He might actually admit that he wants to punch Gavin Ward. <laughs> night, yeah. um, speaking of referees, Mick, let's just get it out of the way. There we Mr. go. Proud, uh, yeah. with I have, I don't think I've ever seen an entire stadium sing "You're Not Fit to Referee." Yeah, that is, I think it's the first time I've, I have ever seen that. And if ever mm. a performance said to me that that man needs to retire, a referee needs to retire, that was the performance. He looked like he was lost. It looked like he didn't know what to do at times. Uh, I, I personally think the red card he gave was correct, but I, I can see the argument maybe that it wasn't, maybe that it was a cover. But then there's a Georgia Kelly one in the second half, which was insane. Danny said in the in the in the, in the vlog, he sent him for a spin cycle. 
<laughs> it's just, it just an absolute nightmare, didn't it, old Keith? Uh, I mean, we, we, we talked on the last podcast about Oliver Langford and, and how bad he was against Cardiff. Um, and and, and he, I, 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 I'm lost for words. I've been, I've been thinking about thinking about it today. What, what, what we could say about Stroud's performance yesterday, um, and and I can't think of the words to 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 articulate how bad it was. Yeah. I, I genuinely, I, I don't think I have ever ever seen a referee in in one game be as consistently bad. Yeah. For the full ninety minutes for yeah. both teams. Yeah, I, I genuinely don't. I can't. I mean, it's just it, it's remarkable. It's utterly remarkable. And and you, we talk about the sendings off, the sending off um, incidents. Um, the one with Chio, which has put Chio out for the rest of the season. Um, it, that was a clear red card. Yeah. The, the player went in after the ball had gone with studs up. Um, and and it was it was a red card, no question about yeah. it. And and we now lose Chio for the rest of the season until it's only one game. But you look at for the player himself who's out of contract, correct? With a with a with a hamstring tear, what what's going to happen to his career now? You know, and 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 that goes unpunished. Um, the 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 foul that got the sending off, I'd be uh, having watched it back. If if it were given against us, I'd be very disappointed. Jordan Hugel's done his Jordan Hugel thing and he's he's pretty much dragged the player down on top of him, although he was tripped first. So it's arguable as whether was to whether that was a red card. But again, that's not the worst decision I've, I think yesterday. Um, the Georgie Kelly one, I've heard some people say that the player did actually get the ball. Um, I'm not sure whether it was a right or left ball he got, but um, he certainly got one of them, but it weren't the football. Um and and he didn't even give a foul for that. I no, mean, that I was just again remarkable—a remarkable decision. But not the worst for me. Uh, the worst was to book Hakim Adolfin. Yeah, yeah. He, he booked Hakim Adolfin for coming back on the pitch after he'd gone off injured, after the fourth official had sent him back onto the pitch. Yeah, yeah. So the fourth official true. sends him back onto the pitch. Oh. Stroud goes running over, getting the card out with a fourth official waving out, waving his hands at Stroud, going no, 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 and he books him. Yeah, and it's like you're not, are you not even talking to the people that you're supposedly working in, in inverted commas with? Yeah. Um, I, I know we've had conversations about Stroud before, and, and and Mike, who comes in the comments, has said you know he's been a referee for however long. He can't be, you know, he, he, he must have some. Uh, redeeming features, and 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 I understand that um, Connor Washington was saying on commentary initially that he's a good referee to have as a player because he explains what's going off. Well, I tell you what, he certainly did not explain anything to anybody yesterday because he it would have been impossible to explain virtually any of the decisions that he made other than to restart the game in second half. Um, <laughs> I, mean, I don't think he even managed to get the first re- first. First um, whistle, right? He, he got that wrong and had to start again. Mm. Um, so I, I, I know, I know, we, we, we criticise referees all the time, and I, I certainly do. But on that performance yesterday, the fact that he's going to referee another championship game this coming week, it, it blows my mind. It, yeah. He should not, should not ever be refereeing at this level ever again. He is utterly, utterly inept. The, the hacks once said to me it was a, it was a person who was shortly leaving his job. To be honest with you, yeah, it was. I don't care. I'm going to do it anyway. I'm not listening to what you're saying, even though even though you know you're trying to help me. I'm just going to do what I want to do. Yeah. Um, I don't want to spend too much more time in because I, I think we're giving him what he wants here, Tom. Really, but it, it was horrific. Well, yeah. The issue was was that as soon as he made that first mistake, which I think was the the Chio challenge, he was making up for that with his next mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to try and even it out. So as as Mick said, he was consistently in uh, consistently poor. So if he made a bad decision, he'd make another bad decision and another bad decision just to try and even the game up. So the red card that we got, I I've not watched it back, but personally, I didn't think it was. Um, I think there was a lot of players around him, but the red card should have been for Hackney. So I think that that's kind of evened itself out. Yeah. And then I, I believe they should have had a penalty as well when Humphreys tripped up oh, their right. player in the box. Did it go out beforehand? Don't know, but. 
10, five minutes before that, Kelly was running through. So that he, and it's just, it's, it's, it's a poor decision matched by another poor decision, matched by another one, by another one. And it, it got to one point where there was 10 minutes in the second half where he forgot which team um, had. He yeah, yeah, he owed. He forgot which team he owed, more or less. So he just gave bad decisions here, there and everywhere. And it's just, it's the sign of a ref who doesn't, I, I mean, he might be a very good ref, but as soon as he makes that first bad decision, which all refs do, he always, always tries to make up for it with another bad decision and tries to even it out, which is what a ref should not do. So if he never makes a mistake, fair enough, but refs never, ever don't make mistakes. So as soon as he started trying to even it out and it's just, it just got out of hand and it got completely diabolical and it got to a point where, like you said, he should not, he should just consider retirement, get what he's, get, have the experiences he's had and just bugger off because he's pathetic. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't think in all the years I've watched football, in fact, I can tell you there is only once in the years that I've watched football that I have ever, ever seen home and away fans singing the same yeah. song. Yeah, only and once, and that was when Brian Clough retired at Nottingham Forest and Sheffield United and Forest fans were singing his name. Other than that, I have never, ever seen what I saw yesterday at New York Stadium. Oh, the full stadium, <laughs> a full complement of 2,500 away supporters and all the home supporters, all in unison. Okay. Surely, 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 if you're stood there and you're the butt of that, surely it must make you think, hang on a minute, hang on. Surely I'm not doing things right here. I can't be. Yeah, but no, it doesn't, does it? Yeah, but it, it it's. To I I have been a ref before, a, a lot lower leagues and a lot younger ages. But God, as soon as you make that first decision and you know you've made the wrong decision, you 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 do have a bit of bias towards the other team, but nothing quite like that. Yeah. And it's like this is coming from a. I was 15 years old and I was just wanting to make the parents not shout at me. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. The, the, the thing is, you probably cared. Keith didn't. <laughs> yeah, care. exactly. Absolutely. And it's just, I, I can understand giving the wrong decision and then going afterwards going, oh, crap, I should have given, given it this way. But you don't make up for it with another bad decision. It just makes it, and so many EFL refs do it. It's not just him. And it's just, it's an issue within the whole EFL. And Howard Webb has some, job on him because they are pathetic some of them absolutely woeful yeah it was let's move on because again we're yeah. doing too much ahead <laughs> hopefully, hopefully we want to talk about in next season that's that's yeah. my hope absolutely um yeah uh, chris Taylor says victor ran through one door to the lounge shouting we are staying up and ran back out brett was doing the birthdays and he just laughed at him which is brilliant which is brilliant um uh, uh, Jamie Dyson says, Mr. Lindsay is so underrated in this division. He played at this level before with us and looks so comfortable in this league. The work he put in with a lot of heart and quality goes under the radar a lot. Uh, a lot of the time, and we'll say the least, he was awesome yesterday. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. He's a bit lazy with the ball at times. Not lazy. A bit too giddy with the ball, into sometimes? I look after it as much when he has it sometimes. Um, but, yeah. Um, yeah. Well... Danny, I don't know where else to go from here, to be honest with you. Let's just celebrate a little bit more. Mm. Um, so, to context, where since 1980, Matt Till is only the fifth only the fifth manager to keep us up in the championship, in the second tier. You've got Emlyn Hughes, Ronnie Moore, Warnock, Evans, and now Matt Taylor, which is a very short list and some big names on there. You know, funny thing, I've just been doing my research about all the managers who have actually kept us up in the second tier, so that was quite good yeah. timing, that, if I'm being honest. Um, but, yeah, like you say, I mean, we've had, I will count properly, one, two, three, four, five, six. We've only had six championship survival seasons this century. And yeah. our longest stint in the championship in that time was um, four seasons under Ronnie Moore. In the championship as it is now, it's three, uh, including the horrific season. Um, so, you know, aim for three, Matt Taylor. Aim for three, then match everybody else. But if you really want to push yourself, our longest stint was 18 years in the second division from from, na from 1951 until 1967. Mm. But yeah. but yeah, but even then, there's only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. To call it call it ten managers who've actually 
kept us up in the championship. And that's since the foot that's the since Robin was formed in nineteen twenty five. John Mel says I read read for this is the first season you will start a consecutive season at the same level for seven years. It, it gets even worse than that, to be honest with you, John. But I, I mean I'll try and find the stats now, but it's something like ten seasons we've finished in the top four or bottom four of every division we have been in. This 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 could very well be the first season we finish outside of that sort of level. Yeah. <laughs> Bloody since, hell. Since we moved into the New York Stadium, we finished second, fourth, twenty-first, which is fourth bottom, twenty-first, which is fourth bottom, twenty-fourth, fourth, twenty-second, second, twenty-third, second. And this if we don't finish twenty-first, this will be the first year we haven't finished in the bottom four of or top four. Which again, people people outside laugh because it's crazy. This football club, it is crazy. This football club, it yeah. is insane. And this will be if we again we finish if we finish eighteenth. This will be the fourth highest place we've finished in forty years since the eighties. Only Ronnie Moore and Emlyn Hughes have put has kept us higher than twenty first in, in the championship. Right. No man, next quick research thing. What is Rotherham's? <laughs> um, I mean, our record finish overall is third in yeah. second division, finishing behind Luton and Birmingham. Thank you, John. Um, but you know, even this, if we finish in a position that has a team next to it instead of a twenty at the start of it. That's mm. still a massive achievement because again, right. it's moving in the right direction. Because, like, mm. like I said, Matt, um, in the championship, whilst we've been at New York Stadium, our finishing position has always been twenty something, yeah. Um, and it's always been by Skinner of teeth. You know, there was the uh, the points deduction um, one, um, then there was the the Great Escape one, then the horrific, then the horrific one, um, and then the was penult- penultimate day and then final day. Whereas this time round, we've took it to the penultimate day and we've done it. Mm. Is is this the changing round now? So you say top four next season? Oh, good God, no! I'm I'm just saying I'm just saying we might have a, we might have an <laughs> easier ride next season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Darren J, it's crazy, but boy, it keeps things exciting. Yeah, yeah, but Mick, it's going to be nice at Wigan. I just thought I just I was just laid in bed last night thinking about it. And you can just take that breath. You can just inhale, exhale, and you don't have to worry. You don't have to think, oh, what's going to happen on Monday? That, you know, this is going to go wrong. That's going to go wrong. You can just lay down, sit back, and breathe. And it's it's so such a relaxing feeling. It's such a relief, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah, it is. It is, absolutely. Um, and it's like you've just pointed out, in some depth there, it's been a long time, a long time since we've been able to do that. So... Let's get to Wigan on Monday. Have a good day. Enjoy it. Um, let's not get on the Wigan fans' backs either because they've got their fans. own problems. They don't deserve... The fans of Wigan Athletic don't deserve to be where they are. Um, so we just go enjoy our day. It's uh, it's going to be a nice, relaxing afternoon, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. So we will do a preview show probably Sunday. We'll probably come back to do a proper preview of the Wigan game. With pretty much presser, uh, we may have one or two things in the pipeline, maybe. Things for exciting things in the pipeline. Tease. That's a tease. It's a good tease and all, um, but that will be, you know, in the next week or two. The Danny eating the fish will be post season, um, yep. but it will be done. He's not going anywhere with that bad boy. No, uh, I know I'm not. Danny, are you um, going to do it live? Or are you going to record it and then post? we're going to record it because I don't trust uh, the yeah. time. You know, yeah, yeah the live is a bit dangerous. I don't want yeah. vomit all over his YouTube channel, particularly. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, um, we're editing it for monetization safety. <laughs> yeah, to get to get into the um, the YouTube guidelines. Yes. Um, yeah. Shelley says, say every season, but let's hope Matt Taylor and Tony Stewart can get together and give us a chance next season. Maybe sign some players similar to what we've had. Yeah, there was a nice embrace between them at the end of the at the end on the pitch. Hmm. Um, Tony Stewart was holding Matt Taylor's boy, little boy. And they had a nice little hug on the pitch, which was really nice to see. Mm. Um, yeah. So what was also really nice to see, you know how um, you say Tony was holding Matt Taylor's little boy um, on the pitch and everything. Tony was holding something else when he came out the ground later on. He was holding a big um, white cardboard box. And I assume it had a lot of alcohol in it. <laughs> Oh yeah, was, yeah, all that because he was definitely going home to celebrate. I'm surprised he made Radio Chef, but nah. 
Yeah. Um, so, so what should we do with this shirt? We're going to decide really. What we want to do with this spare shirt that I've got? Are we going to just give it away? Do a do a giveaway or it's surely a giveaway? Well, I that, think well, um, rotating wheel app thing where mm, yes. one of the comments gets the name chucked on it and then just pick it at random potentially. Yeah. I'll put a tweet up. Mick, we'll go and we'll make... I just think, given the given what we haven't advertised and talked about yet, is the um, the midnight walk for Rotherham Hospice. Um, yes. Maybe there could be mm-hmm. some sort of um, link to the uh, to the Rotherham Hospice appeal. What do you think? Give the shirt away for, for some donations. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, if you want to, if you want the shirt, uh, we'll put you on the wheel if you donate to the um, New York Talk. Uh, midnight walk um, fund the GoFundMe page, which will be uh, scrolling along the bottom of uh, future podcasts. All right, okay. I was gonna say it's not there yet. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, that's a good shout. That yeah, we'll do yeah. that. We'll um, we'll try and give it away before Monday because I think whoever's wearing it, I want to. I don't want to be the only person there wearing Matt Taylor on at Wigan. Mm. Um, <laughs> so that'd be nice if somebody else can join me with that. We'll, We'll make it a, a, a very small amount so pe- as many people can get it as possible, and then we'll we'll give it away because be rude not to. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anything else, boys? We've done an hour out of this. Um, um, the uh, post match celebrations. I quite liked our way. Taylor, even though Taylor, um, we, did, we did Taylor's song and and such, but he still passed it over to the players. And so I know it's not being yeah. funny; it's them celebrate them. Um. That's, I think that was class from Taylor, you know, because some managers come in and soak it all in, you know. And Steve but, but, yeah, but Taylor just sort of went, no, it's theirs. <laughs> and how did Kelly end up with Wiles' shirt on? I don't know. It must have been taking it for some of his family because Kelly came out with some some people, didn't it? Hmm. Um, yeah. I think Kelly chucked his shirt into family stand. Right, okay. But then in a picture shortly after, he's got Wiles' shirt on, mm. and it's like, what's, where's, where's that come from? Maybe we were worried that uh, Georgie was going to uh, burn. He is very pale. Or he was worried that Stroud was going to book him. <laughs> Stroud was going to book him, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Michael, I want to know the size of the shirt. I've got XL to be safe. It's a, and it's a Hawaiian shirt, so it's very, it fits quite yes. nicely. Yeah. The material's very, very cheap, so I wouldn't wash it if you can avoid it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll sort that out in a, in a moment. When, we, when we're done here, I'll get something on the socials about that. Mm. Um, yeah. Last call anymore for any more? Up those championship millers, eh? Those championship millers. Just you know, keep your eye on the League One playoffs. They they, they are still happening with certain. Oh, football that, that's that's something that popped up on Radio Sheffield, isn't it? Daft how they've moved the dates. Yeah. Because the South Yorkshire Police going, oh, we don't want to, uh, Wednesday and Barnsley playing on the same day, but they're legit playing on the same day on the last game of the we season know, yeah. with with yeah, this uh, potentially against the same teams as well. <laughs> It's against the second, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it makes no sense. Like anyway. Yeah. But just be glad they're not doing they're they're not doing playoff final when it is Wednesday against Barnsley. Ninety thousand people. I, I think that's gonna happen. I really yeah. do. I think Derby will do Wednesday, to be honest. Um but we'll see. We will mm. see. Um all right, let's call it a day and relax a bit more. Uh thank you all for being with us. Yeah. It has been a pleasure to talk about the Skybet Championship Millers. Mm. Um, we will be back on Sunday, as we've already mentioned, to talk to pre- properly preview the Wigan game. Um, please do subscribe on YouTube. If you haven't done it already, we're, we're, we're over a thousand now. So thank you all for being with us. Weird, I haven't took sunglasses off now. You guys need a moment to adjust. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, if you haven't all bought the Wigan ticket yet, if you think it's coming in an hour, I think there's 400 left or something like that, get it sold out because 4,500 Millers fans would be brilliant. Yeah. Um, John says, enjoy the beach for one game. We will enjoy the beach. If it's just for one game, <laughs> we are going to enjoy it. I'll say um, a, beach, a beach is better than no beach at all. Correct. Yeah. Indeed. A beach is better than a trap door. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Mick, or, or a concrete floor. Or a concrete floor, yeah. Um, Mick, thank you very much for being with us, uh, even though you've had some issues and the car park in Wales is probably dark now. Yeah, it is a, It is dark, yeah. Uh, I lost sound on my laptop for some reason, but there you go. 
Um, I, have a, so, I have a serious question for you, Mick. Did it rain? Uh, no, it's not been raining. <laughs> uh, it's been beautiful, actually. But um, just what, just one thing. Um, uh, Simon Clancy has tweeted tonight. They've uh, the Moment of Truth podcast has won yet another award tonight as the best sports podcast. Um, so I, I mean, his trophy cabinet's going to be bigger than bigger than Robbie United's now. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, he's got one trophy in it, so obviously um, it's going to be bigger. But um, yeah, I mean, so. I mean make, make long course for trophy this season, the eighteenth place trophy. Well, yeah, we that's, we've got to leave, leave space for that, haven't we? So. But yeah, congratulations to him because uh, that was a hell of a uh, hell of a series of podcasts. So um, well done, Simon Clancy. Yeah, what an amazing series. I mean, when that came out, I couldn't wait for the next episode to come out all the time. Yeah, it it was just brilliant, absolutely brilliant. It's a shame they didn't do uh, another season of us this season because that would have been one up in it again. There might mm. be another, might be another part of it. Mm-hmm, I think there'll maybe. be another part of it. I don't know. I think there might be another part to that. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Mick, thank you for us. Danny, thank you very much. Let's go and nurse the hangover a little bit more. <laughs> well, you know, you know what I say for hangover? It's best kill for a hangover is to keep drinking. It yep. is. It's Never let sad. it hit you. Never That's let better, it hit yeah. <laughs> uh, And, Tom, thank you for it. has been an emergency podcast, so thank you for being available for the emergency oh. I wouldn't miss it for the world, boys. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So oh, thank you very, very, very much. Go on, What a day yesterday was. What a day. What a day. Enjoy it. Seriously, Drink, soak it in. I tweeted this yesterday. Soak it in because we don't often stay up. Next next season is going to be a long With a game slog. to go as well. With a game to go. Next season is going to be a proper slog again. So try and enjoy it as much as you can. And whoever's going to Wigan, seriously enjoy it because it's going to be a top day. Well, thank you all for being with us. We will be back very, very shortly. And up them championship millers. Come on! Championship millers. Vicious! You're with it. What's got around the back? And Richie Wood has done it again! The magic man has come up with another trick! Well, there's a chance to seal it! It's done! It's Georgie Kelly! Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.